Welcome to this week's episode of Hypothetical Movie, where we discuss how a movie would play out if things were a little different. Today we will be discussing what would happen if two iconic movie characters had met each other. Charles Foster Kane, the protagonist of the film Citizen Kane, and played by the late Orson Welles, is a deep and complex individual whose various undertakings, fueled by his underlying desire for love, ultimately end in tragedy. Due to its incredible ability to analyze and reflect the complexities of the human soul, Kane's story, written by Orson Welles himself, is widely considered the greatest film ever made. Johnny, the protagonist of the movie The Room, played by Tommy Wiseau, is a confused individual with a strange accent and an even stranger obsession with football. He finds himself betrayed by his fiancée Lisa and his best friend Mark when they begin having an affair together behind Johnny's back. Despite Johnny's kind and giving nature, the betrayal ultimately ends in Johnny's tragic and ridiculous end. Due to its bad acting, ridiculous dialogue, and nonsensical plot that seems to not understand its own sequence of events, The Room is widely considered one of the worst films ever made. In fact, it's been nicknamed the Citizen Kane of bad films. So today we will be discussing the hypothetical scenario of what would happen if, if Charles Kane met Johnny from the room. I'm Paul. I'm Corey. Phantom Dark Dave. Alright, so this is a scenario I've often thought about and thought it'd be kind of interesting because you've got you've got Charles Foster Kane. He's a very intelligent, well spoken guy. He takes over this um, newspaper business and starts running running on uh, stories to try to help people, to try to expose corruption. He runs for office, but things end up going to shit, and he fails to impress the woman that he loves and ends up dying in the end. And then you've got The Room, which is just about a guy who... Well, it's The Room. I'll just say that much. Where, where, where Johnny just got a promotion at work, and you know he's, he's trying to marry his fiance, and she just, you know finds love in different places so he spirals like downward into depression and ends up you know just in the worst possible way that he could uh when when he really had a lot of potential yeah he ends his life in the worst possible act that actually that makes that movie sound so much better than it actually is like (laughs) yeah like the way you're saying it's like it sounds all poetic but it's just really dumb the way it comes out but yeah so Essentially, the movies are very similar in that it's a man who tried to find love, failed, and then died. Whereas, except where Tommy kills himself, I mean Johnny kills himself. Citizen Kane, um, Charles Kane, just kind of dies, I guess, of a broken heart. So, you know, basi- the only thing that can't heal. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> so it's a broken heart. So my scenario in this is, since since Citizen Kane takes place in 1929, right before, you know, right after World War One and before World War II, um, I'd like to believe that Johnny somehow ended up in that time period because I think it works out better that way. Because I I'd, I'd like to see to, um, Tommy Wiseau in 1929 because what if, I think it'd be funny. What if Johnny never died? but actually entered the war against Cyberdyne, found the the time machine, and went back to the 1920s, because why not? Well, they do say, like, Tommy has some kind of job where he works with computers or something like that, and he's got 
I, th- I think they change it ha- part way through where he has clients and shit. But like, let's pretend he worked with computers, and somehow he he just hacked through time. Yes, he hacked through time and ended up in 1929 because he was hacking far too much time. And so he he's there, not sure what to do, awkwardly walking around, going, "What is this?" What time period am I in? Does anyone have a football? <laughs> so He's the only guy walking around with long hair. Pretty much. Look at this ugly woman. It's, you know, typical of uh, 1929. Why um, is that woman what? wearing pants? <laughs> right. Where's the red dress? <laughs> I, I would. Uh, I would love to go back, and even for just one day, just be you know around in 1929 could you imagine must be a weird time like transitioning from one war yes, to all, another all the poverty all the depression oh yeah right up my depression. alley keep going they like look at all his tattoos was he in the military like no i just fancy tattoos <laughs> you could totally get away with that too like they're all war tattoos you don't know what i've <laughs> been right. through man and they're like oh man like I hijacked a plane in the 1970s. Well, that's another thing. Um, supposedly, um, the guy who made the movie, Tommy Wiseau, no one knows anything about him or how he got the money, the $6 million to make the room. So one of the theories is that he's actually, um, shoot, what's that guy's name? Um, D.B. Cooper, the guy who hijacked a 727 in midair and then parachuted away with like hundreds of thousands of dollars and it was never found. And I want to believe this is true. He got away with all that money, and then he made a terrible film. Because why not? What better way to... Um... I mean, that's more than I've done, I guess. <laughs> so, anyways, back to the plot. So, so Tommy finds himself in 1929, and he sees that um, Charles Kane is running for, I think it was governor. And he's like, oh, I can get a job as governor's advisor. And advise governing. <laughs> so he, he, he ends up getting in contact with, with um, Charles Kane, who, seeing that Tommy is obviously doesn't know what he's doing, rejects him. But finds, just finds Johnny like around everywhere, just giving him advice on things. He like ends up in his house like saying, you shouldn't eat that kind of peanut butter. It's bad for you. <laughs> like throwing a football around while wearing a tuxedo. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> and, and so after just finding Johnny everywhere, he decides to actually hire him. And they form an odd friendship where... You know, he kind of thinks that Tommy, or sorry, Johnny is so insane that he must know what's going on. He he thinks he's like, he might he probably confuses his accent to think that he's German, and he has like he has a um intel on the Germans at this point because you know it's before World War Two, and, and Kane there runs was, the biggest newspaper conglomerate. Yeah, and he's running for governor, so he thinks that if I use Tommy's information, I can definitely win the election so, so he's using tommy someone who he thinks is mentally unstable well he might he also thinks that he he's like he's mentally unstable but it's because he's he knows too much and he was maybe brainwashed by the or like um tortured by the germans into um like going nuts but he he's got intel somewhere in his messed up mind so he's like interrog he's like asking johnny to tell him all this stuff and johnny's just like telling him, like, bullshit, and all his, like, information's all weird, because Johnny doesn't even know what, know what like, 
the sequence of events to things going on. I mean, like, what's his name? He, he's, like, running through um, a field with Mark. And then the next thing you know, Mark is having sex with Lisa. Or, you know, awkwardly rubbing his beard on Lisa while they, like, like hump each other. And, base, and <laughs> so... He's all confused. He doesn't know what's going on, and he's and I don't even think at this point Johnny knows. He quite understands that he's in another time period. He still I don't thinks even that, fucking like, know what's going on right now. And neither does anyone else. So he's like telling him the story of Mark sleeping with Lisa, and like he gives him the whole rundown. And Kane thinks that he's giving him him information about the Germans. So he's there sitting at his desk, you know, typing away, like, you know. Lisa must mean, like, you know, Russia or something like that. And Mark is obviously, you know, short for, like, it's code for, like, you know, Marks, which is, like, the money that they used in Germany. So he goes, all right, he's talking about Germany in, like, um, invading Russia, which, you know, actually did happen. So he's like, all right, there's something going on with this. So he starts telling them all, starts writing down everything and interpreting it as what's going to go on in the war. And then... The paper gets published, and he has his whole stance on how, basically, Germany is going to invade Russia, then they're going to have an affair, and then they're going to, like, fuck over the U.S., which he believes is Johnny. And then everyone laughs at him, he loses the election. Because it's alt-facts, man. Of course. Johnny invented alt-facts. So, the original. (laughs) So, he loses the election, you know, everything goes to shit. Just like in Citizen Kane, like maybe that's the reason why Charles Charles lost the election. It was because he was getting bad information from Johnny, and so he loses. He's all pissed off at him, but and Johnny's like trying to basically basically trying to get him to believe that like no, it's like um he's trying to get him to publish his story, get him to, get him to write articles for his newspaper which he no longer has because it goes bankrupt. So Johnny, um, he fires Johnny. Then, you know, the whole scene where his lover um, decides not to be with him. He gets all mad. And instead of his last words being, spoiler alert, Rosebud, meaning the sled that he had when he was a child, when he remembered before he got rich and all that, his last words were, football. Because that's what he rem- that's the last thing he remembered because he was remembering Johnny before he died. Okay. The biggest problem I, I, Yeah, you you've the, you've thought about this, haven't you? The biggest I thought problem about this I way too much is that you know to to make this movie Orson Welles would have had to sit down with Tommy Wiseau and I think halfway through the through it Orson Welles would have smashed a bottle of of alcohol open and stab Tommy Wiseau in the throat. See, now I want to think of like, and I thought about this like while I was thinking of this scenario. What if Orson Welles and Tommy Wiseau attempted to write a movie together? This I, is I, just, I think just that. War Orson of the Welles Room. Stab him in the throat. It would be War of the Room. War of the Room. <laughs> and so, yeah. So yeah, they, they, like Orson Welles would get so, pissed so aliens off would at, attack and like. Johnny and his army would would throw fucking footballs at him. Essentially, yeah. You're tearing me apart, alien. <laughs> <laughs> they would too. Oh my god! Like, 
it's it's an amazing scenario when you really think about it. Like did 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 uh, did Kane have his own love interest? Yeah, Kane him? fell in love with um this woman who um I can't remember her name, but yeah, what, the whole movie everything he was doing back. Mark came back and stole Oh, Charles man. Kane's love. They too. started having awkward chin sex, and then like <laughs> at the end when like she leaves him, you see him walking away with Mark. <laughs> He's like, "Oh fuck this! Like, I've just you, been Johnny." Do you think Kane? <laughs> I've and, just been with Soda. Do you think Kane and uh, Kane and Johnny would would join forces to to take revenge on Mark? Oh, that would be great! Like, um, that'd be the sequel to both The Room and Citizen Kane: the war of the war against Mark. Like or or it would be like at the end of fucking uh, which uh, goddamn DeLorean, what the fuck? Movie? Time machine? No, the movie. The, oh uh, yeah, um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. It'd be like fucking Back to the Future. Mark gets this note in like, you know, whatever year. I was told to wait sixty years to give you this note, and it's like from Johnny saying, "Don't you dare touch Lisa. I will football kill you." You know what? Put your stupid comments in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And don't do drugs. Well, what if the opposite happened where um, Charles um, Kane came to um, whatever time period the room came out? I think it was like 2005 or something like I'm that. I'm when, when he came to the modern age. Yeah, and he's like trying to figure out what's going on. Like, um, I, he, He'd be a lot more confused about it. Like, Maybe he didn't actually die at, this, at the end of Citizen Kane. He went back. He was going back in time and he, faded he away. He quantum leaped to two thousand five. Exactly, and so he ended up as ended up in the apartment complex that Tommy and Mark lived at. Perhaps he would be there to 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 talk Johnny out of it. Be like, no, Johnny, you you can't give up your life just because of this awkward beard sex between your best friend and and your your slutty fiance who's. Whose mother has cancer, but nobody cares about you know. It'll just go away, Johnny. Don't it'll worry, just go away. everything will be fine. Now, all I can think of is if um, Johnny went back in time to um, Kane's world. I, I'd like to believe in like every other scene of um, like every scene in Citizen Kane where something Kane's goes world. wrong. Kane's yeah. world, <laughs> exactly. Like in every scene where something went wrong, you just see Tommy going, "Don't," uh, or Johnny going, "Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine." <laughs> So you lost your newspaper and the election. Don't worry about that. Because, yeah, I mean, at, at one point, they find out that Lisa's mother has cancer, and, and that's, that's Johnny's reaction. Don't worry, she'll be fine. Like, it's not a fucking cold, Johnny. <laughs> well, now, now I'm thinking about the scene in the room where, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Danny gets attacked by that drug dealer. Um, what was his name? Drug uh, dealer? Yeah, there's a drug dealer that attacks. No, I, I think that was his name, drug dealer. Yeah, it, it was like um some first name drug, last name dealer. <laughs> after Saint Drug, after Saint Dealer. <laughs> but um, yeah, he gets he gets attacked by a drug dealer because he owes the money for ambiguous drugs, and so what if like Kane somehow like he was trying to get back to the past, and that drug dealer like he offered the. Maybe Danny, because he just kind of disappears through most of the movie. Maybe he had the secret of time travel, and so he hired the drug dealer to try to get the secret of time travel from him. So he, like, you know, roughs him up to try to get the secrets. Then Tommy and Mark, like, 
awkwardly come in and like apprehend him and walk him to the police station. So maybe like it's <laughs> it it alternates where there's there's days where Tommy spends back in in Kane's time, and there's time where Kane spends you know days in Tommy's time. Maybe they body swap. Maybe it's like fucking Freaky Friday. I can see oh. like like Tommy Wiseau just wakes up in the body of Charles Kane one day, and Charles Kane wakes up in Tommy Wiseau as Johnny. Like, Rosebud was he slept. Like, like Tom, like Johnny would come downstairs. Lisa, who 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 are you? The fuck do you mean? I'm Lisa, you goddamn lunatic. Maybe who, that's who is why. Lisa? Like. Maybe, maybe, maybe Charles Kane like took Johnny's body before the events of the room and accidentally ruined their relationship, and that's why she was such a bitch to him. And, that, and maybe and that's how he yeah. got his promotion because Charles Kane was influencing him. <laughs> like, you, you need to strive better. You need to do this. You you need to make more money, and 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 it worked. And then it 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 ultimately caused his downfall. That I mean, the same as Charles Kane, yeah. he was just too involved in in bettering himself. And being the best at what he wanted to be, that he just lost touch with everything else. Pretty much. Yeah. Ne- yeah. Yeah, basically. So now I'm just trying to think of, um, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking again of, like, what if Orson Welles and Tommy Oso attempted to write a movie? Because that's such an amazing scenario to think. Like, imagine if they were writing Citizen Kane together. Like, he'd have all his, like, Tommy would be there like, no, no, there needs to be more passion in this movie. There needs to be more drama. And so maybe, maybe like, um, like no one knows how, how old Tommy was. So is maybe he was around when Orson Welles was writing, uh, was writing, um, Citizen Kane. Have there been any recent pictures of Tommy Wiseau? Has he, mm. has he, has he aged at all? I do. I don't know. Maybe Tommy Wiseau is Orson Welles. I could see that. Like, I'm I'm sure, like, there are just so many conspiracy theories about who Tommy Wiseau really is. Like, could it be possible that Tommy Wiseau is actually Orson Welles? So Orson Welles, D.B. Cooper, and Tommy Wiseau are all the same person. My God, now it makes so much sense. We've connected the dots. Because to- Orson Welles died, and then he was resurrected, and now he's Tommy Wiseau. And that's, that's why he talks like he does, and, and his brain functions that way, because... You know, he, he was dead for too long. It's possible. Somebody, like, tried to reanimate him. Maybe, hey, Herbert oh, West is back. I see you coming. He tried to reanimate Orson Welles. But things, <laughs> but because the reagent, it messes you up. Like, you're not going to be, like, who you were. So, it, instead of him becoming, like, rabid, he became Tommy Wiseau. See, Her, Herbert West things. just fits into any movie. <laughs> or making of movies, apparently. My God, I don't know what we're doing here. This is just amazing. <laughs> I, I don't think I've had near enough to drink as much as you guys to uh, to keep that scenario going. Yeah, now I'm trying to tie all this together. So we start off, Tommy Wiseau, who may be, who may be Orson Welles, or maybe some kind of immortal god. Or T.B. Cooper. Yeah, was writing Citizen Kane. And let's say he was... They are two different people, and... Okay, okay, let's start from the beginning. So D.B. Cooper stole the money, the thousands of dollars off the 727 and jumped off, got all this money. And the first thing he decided to do was travel back in time to the 1930s to write Citizen Kane with Orson Welles. 
and like let's say in like another time period or like um citizen kane was a completely different film about like I don't know, like lawn equipment or something like that. And so he goes to Orson Welles like, no, no, you need to make this movie uh, more more passionate. But if there's a guy who 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 fell in who was in love with this woman and then, you know, died at the end. And that's as far as he got in his in his plot. And Orson Welles, Welles being the genius he was, he says, you know, I'll write a movie. And he, he comes with Citizen Kane and the two start fighting over like ideas of it and like they go through a bunch of drafts where there's a character named Johnny in it who's trying to advise him and then fucks everything up and it ends the same way but Orson Welles is like no this character is ruining the movie you need to get the hell out of here so Tommy gets all pissed off and he decides you know what I'm going to go back to the future and write my own version of Citizen Kane even though it's after Citizen Kane came out, so that doesn't really help. So he writes his own movie of Citizen Kane, which is The Room, because he's mad that Orson Welles didn't like any of his ideas. So that's how you get Citizen Kane and The Room, all both somehow the same movie. There you have it, folks. Citizen was so. Rated PG-13. Go the fuck to sleep. Yeah, so this has been another episode of Hypothetical Movies. We hope you enjoyed our hypothetical scenario of what would happen if Charles Foster Kane met Johnny from The Room. Or what if Orson Welles met Tommy Wiseau. It gives a lot to think about. Or what if Orson Welles is Tommy Wiseau. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, be back for more.